A very warm welcome to Fly to Freedom, an eating disorder recovery podcast that aims to give hope and inspiration to others trapped in the dark prison of an eating disorder. To reach out and take steps to recover and fly to freedom and peace. I'm Julia Trahane, your host, an eating disorder recovery coach who is now living in freedom after 40 years of anorexia, orthorexia and exercise addiction. My mission is to give love and support to anyone who feels ready to start their recovery journey. I hope you enjoy this podcast. I'm very grateful to you for being here. Please like, follow and rate it to enable me to reach others who need help. Right, let's get on with today's episode. Welcome to today's episode of Flight of Freedom. I wanted to talk about the upcoming festive season with Christmas and various other festivities that are going on. It's really, really tough when you're in recovery from an eating disorder to navigate all of these things because the holiday season is often synonymous with joy and family and traditions, many of which revolve around food and feasts. And for people recovering from an eating disorder, this can present some real challenges. Navigating the holiday festivities while maintaining a focus on recovery requires a thoughtful approach. I'm going to give you some strategies and ideas to provide some practical guidance for people in recovery from an eating disorder to help you to enjoy the festive season in a warm, healthy, balanced way. When you can understand how you can manage potential triggers, set boundaries and create some self-supporting practices, you can experience the warmth and joy of the holidays without compromising your progress. So what I've done is actually created 10 different bullets for this, which I will briefly outline first and then go into each one in a lot more detail. So number one is preparation and planning for the holiday meals. And this is like going over all the traditional foods and knowing what will be served and all that sort of thing. Number two, building a support system during the festivities. So having a system in place beforehand that can support you during the festive season. Number three, which is hugely important, is setting boundaries with others and around conversations. Number four is having some coping strategies in a festive environment. Number five, again, really, really important is practicing self-compassion and flexibility during the holidays. Number six is a debriefing after the holiday events, taking time to reflect on what you've experienced, recognizing your successes. Number seven, continued coaching, therapy and support throughout the holiday season. Keep in touch with your coach. I know I'm certainly around all over Christmas and I think many other coaches are, or your therapist or your support group. Number eight is educating family that you might not see through the year about eating disorders Number nine, managing holiday-specific triggers. Number 10, 
creating new traditions. So let's go into much more detail on each one. So on the first one, which is preparation and planning for holiday meals. Before the holiday event, discuss the menu with the host. This conversation can help you prepare mentally for what will be served. For example, if you know there will be a roast, various sides and desserts, you can think about how these will fit into your meal plan if you have one. Safe foods. Identify safe foods that you feel comfortable eating and ensure that they'll be available. For example, if roast potatoes or a certain type of vegetable or salad are on your safe list, request these as part of the menu. Portion control. Talk to someone you trust about helping you with portions. This could mean they discreetly put food on your plate, respecting your portion needs to avoid the stress of you having to decide in the moment. You could bring your own dishes. In some cases, it might be easier to bring your own dishes. Prepare something that you enjoy and that fits within your own meal plan. And this not only ensures that you've got something safe to eat, but you can share it with others and make it part of the communal experience. Rehearsing responses. There's often questions or comments about food choices. Practice polite but firm responses to typical questions like, why aren't you eating this? Or surely a little more won't hurt. Having responses ready can help reduce anxiety. So a few examples of polite yet firm responses to typical questions. The question, why aren't you eating this? You could say something like, I'm focusing on eating what feels right for me today. Thank you for understanding. I appreciate your concern, but I've already planned my meal according to what works best for me. I'm not in the mood for that right now, but everything else, everything looks wonderful. What if someone says, surely a little more won't hurt? You could say, I'm really content with what I've had, thank you. Or I'm trying to listen to my body and right now it's telling me I'm satisfied. Or I appreciate it, but I'm quite full. Everything was delicious. Or you must try this. I made it just for you. That's so thoughtful of you. I'll make sure to try some later when I have a bit more room. Or thank you for making this. I'll save some space for it. I'm really honoured you thought of me and I'll have a little taste. What about if someone says, are you sure you don't want more? Yes, I'm sure, thank you. I'm enjoying the company more than anything. Oh yes, I'm good for now, thanks. I'm just savouring what I've already had. Or quite simply, I'm absolutely sure, thank you. You're eating differently. Is everything okay? Everything's fine, thank you. I'm experimenting with what makes me feel best, but thank you for your concern. Or, yes, I'm fine, thank you. Response to, don't you like the food? The food is wonderful. I'm just focusing on enjoying each bite. I definitely do, but I'm also trying to eat in a way that works for me. 
Yes, I like it a lot. I'm just full. And these responses are designed to be non-confrontational yet assertive and help to deflect attention away from your eating choices whilst maintaining boundaries. Remember, you're not obligated to discuss your eating habits or disorder with anyone unless you choose to. It's about finding a balance that allows you to feel comfortable and supported during these social gatherings. Mental rehearsal. So before the event, spend some time visualizing the gathering, including the food, the people, and the potential challenges. Imagine yourself successfully navigating the meal, using your coping strategies, and enjoying the company. You could have an alternative focus. Plan to engage in non-food related activities during the event. This could be playing games, taking photos, decorating, or anything that shifts the focus from food to the joy of the holiday. It's also really helpful to have an exit strategy. Have a plan for a discreet exit if things come too overwhelming. This can be as simple as taking a walk outside or having a signal with a support person. Mindfulness practices. Engaging in mindfulness or grounding exercises during the meal. This can involve focusing on the texture and flavor of the food you're eating, or practicing deep, slow breathing, or simply just naming the things that you can see in your mind to bring you back to the now. Reflective journaling. Keeping a journal where you can write down your feelings and experiences before and after the event. This can help you to process your emotions and serve as a tool for understanding your responses. Scheduled check-ins. You can arrange for a call or text check-in with your coach, therapist or a support group or a trusted friend during or immediately after the event to support and to debrief how you're feeling. Self-care post-event. So plan for some nice self-care activities after the event, such as a warm bath, reading a good book, engaging in a relaxing hobby. This helps in shifting your focus from the stresses of the event to your own well-being. The goal of these strategies is not to make the holiday event centered around food or your eating disorder but to empower you to participate in the festivities with a sense of control and support, maintaining your focus on recovery and enjoyment of the season. So the next one is building a support system. Having, <coughs> excuse me, having a reliable support system during the festivities is really helpful for people in eating disorder recovery. This involves identifying people who understand your situation and can offer emotional or practical support during challenging moments. So before the event, decide who in your circle can be a supportive ally. This might be a family member, a close friend, or even a coach or therapist. Let them know in advance how they can support you during the event. You could establish a signal, Develop a discrete signal with your support person to indicate when you're feeling overwhelmed or you need to step away. This could be a simple gesture or a code word. Have planned check-ins. Arrange for periodic check-ins with your support person during the event. 
This can be a brief conversation or a text message to assess if you're feeling, how you're feeling and if you need any help. Discuss potential challenges. Share your concerns and potential triggers with your support person before the event. Discuss how they can best support you in these moments, whether it's by changing the subject, engaging you in a different activity or providing a listening ear. Have an exit strategy. If things become too overwhelming, it's okay to leave early. Plan this with your support person in advance, knowing that there is an option to exit can itself be reassuring. Use technology. If your support person cannot be there physically, consider staying connected through text or calls. Sometimes just knowing someone is at the other end of the phone can be comforting. If you're part of a group support or a therapy group, consider call, discussing the holiday concerns with them. They might offer useful advice or share their own strategies. A post-event debriefing. After the event, debrief with your support person. Discuss what worked, what didn't, and how you can both improve support for future events. Professional help. If needed, schedule extra coaching or therapy sessions around the holidays. A coach or therapist can provide additional strategies and support for navigating these challenging times. Self-support techniques. Developing self-support techniques that you can use independently, such as deep breathing, mindfulness or positive self-talk, can be particularly useful in moments where you might be alone or your support person is unavailable. Building a strong support system is about creating a network of understanding and assistance that you can rely on. By openly communicating your needs and having trusted people around you, you can face holiday challenges with greater resilience and confidence. Remember, it's okay to ask for help and lean on others during these times. Setting boundaries. Setting boundaries is a crucial aspect of managing eating disorder recovery, especially during festive season, where the environment can be unpredictable and challenging. Establishing and maintaining clear boundaries helps protect your mental health and your recovery progress. Communicate your needs clearly. Before attending a holiday event, consider what boundaries you need to set for your well-being. Communicate these to the host or family members in advance. For example, you might say, I'm following a specific meal plan, so I'll be bringing some of my own food. Define your limits. Know your limits regarding food, conversations about weight or dieting, and social interactions. If certain topics are triggering, be prepared to steer the conversation elsewhere or politely excuse yourself. Practice saying no. It's totally okay to decline offers of food or invitations to participate in activities that make you uncomfortable. You can say thank you for offering, but I'm going to stick with what's best for me right now. Create physical boundaries. If you feel overwhelmed, have a plan to step into a quiet space. This could be a designated room, a walk outside, or even a brief respite in your car. And actually, I've spent extra time in the bathroom at events as well, just to give myself a break. 
So limit time at events. Decide in advance how long you'll stay at an, at an event. It's perfectly acceptable to plan a shorter visit to reduce stress. Dealing with persistent questions. If someone repeatedly questions your eating habits or recovery process, have a firm response ready like, I appreciate your concern, but I'm following a plan that works for me and I'd prefer to focus on enjoying our time together. Avoid traps of comparison. Remind yourself that your journey is unique. If the conversations steer towards comparisons of body, diet or lifestyle, generally redirect them or remove yourself from the discussion. You can also use a buddy system with a supportive friend or family member who can help enforce your boundaries. They can step in to change the subject or provide an excuse to leave a conversation if needed. Mental boundaries. Set mental boundaries by practicing positive self-talk and affirmations. Remind yourself of your progress and the reasons behind your boundaries. And after the event, take time to reflect on how your boundaries worked and what can be improved for next time. This reflection can really help strengthen your boundary setting skills. Setting and respecting your own boundaries is a powerful tool in recovery, especially during the emotionally charged holiday season. It's a way of honoring your needs and prioritizing your health. Remember, setting boundaries is not about isolating yourself. It's about creating a safe and comfortable space for you to enjoy the festivities in a way that supports you and your recovery. So let's look at some coping strategies. Navigating the festivities can be challenging when you're in recovery, but with the right coping strategies, you can manage these situations much more effectively and maintain your progress. So plan ahead, know what to expect at the event. If possible, find out what food will be served and plan your meal accordingly. Bring your own food if it makes you feel more comfortable. Focus on connections, not food. Shift your focus from the food to the people and the conversations around you. Engage in meaningful discussions, listen to other people's stories and share your own non-food related experiences. Stay present and mindful. Practice grounding techniques like focusing on your breath or the sensations in your feet to stay connected to the moment and not get overwhelmed by the environment. Visualize a positive experience. So before you go to the event, visualize yourself handling the situation confidently and calmly. This mental rehearsal can increase your sense of control and reduce anxiety. Have a self-care routine. Maintain your regular self-care practices during the holiday season, whether it's meditation, a warm bath, reading. These activities can provide a sense of normalcy and relaxation. Use affirmations that can reinforce your strength and resilience. Remind yourself of your progress and capabilities, such as I am capable of navigating this challenge. I am in control of my recovery. Create a support system. Having your trusted friend or family who understands your situation and can offer support, sometimes just knowing someone is there for you can make a big difference.
again, have an exit strategy so that if you feel overwhelmed, it's okay to leave early. Plan it beforehand, like having a reason ready or arranging your own transport. After the event, do some journaling, write down your experiences, feelings and any challenges you faced. This can help you process your emotions and plan for future events. Get professional support. If you anticipate the holidays will be particularly challenging, schedule extra sessions with your coach or therapist or support group. Discuss your concerns and work out strategies with a professional which can provide additional support and guidance. Engage in relaxing activities. During the event, if you feel stressed, start doing a relaxing activity. This could be stepping outside for fresh air or playing with a pet or focusing on something simple like helping to set the table. Stay hydrated and rested. Ensure you're well hydrated and rested. Physical well-being can significantly impact your ability to cope with stress and anxiety. And limit alcohol consumption. Alcohol can be a trigger and plan to avoid it or limit your intake can impair judgment and make it harder to stick to your coping strategies. By employing coping strategies, you can navigate the festive environment with more confidence and ease. Your well-being is top priority and it's okay to do what's necessary to protect your recovery journey during the holidays. To practice self-compassion and flexibility during the holidays. It's essential to practice self-compassion and flexibility. Let's look at some examples. Embrace imperfection. Remember, it's okay if things don't go exactly as planned. For instance, if you eat more or less than intended, remind yourself that one meal does not define your recovery journey. Just tell yourself it's okay, I'm doing my best, and that's enough. Adjust your expectations. Be realistic about what you can handle. If attending a large gathering feels too overwhelming, consider celebrating in a smaller, more controlled setting. Remind yourself that it's okay to prioritize your mental health over social expectations. Self-affirmations. Use positive affirmations to boost your self-compassion. Saying phrases like, I am worthy of enjoying the holidays. My value is not determined by my food choices or my body. Mindfulness and meditation. Engage in mindfulness practice, practices to stay grounded. Meditation, deep breathing and gentle yoga can help you stay connected to the present moment and reduce negative self-judgments. Keep a journal to reflect on your feelings and experiences. Writing can help you process emotions and reinforce self-compassionate perspectives. For instance, write about what you're grateful for or how you successfully navigated a challenging situation. Seek support when you need to. If you're feeling particularly harsh towards yourself, reach out to a friend, a family member, your coach or therapist. Sometimes external perspectives can reinforce compassion when it's hard to apply it to yourself. Flexible eating plans. If you've been adhering strictly to a meal plan and it feels too rigid, 
allow some flexibility. This could mean having a small serving of a holiday treat to participate in a tradition. Remind yourself that flexibility is a healthy part of recovery. Acknowledge your efforts. Regularly acknowledge the effort you're putting in. Celebrate yourself, especially during the holidays. Celebrate small victories like staying at a party for your planned duration or engaging in a conversation with a challenging relative. Self-care activities. Engaging act engage in activities that nurture your well-being, such as taking a warm bath, reading a book, doing your hobby. Use activities that can be a gentle reminder to take care of yourself. Challenge negative thoughts. When you notice negative self-talk, challenge these thoughts with evidence of your progress and your strengths. For example, replace, I shouldn't have eaten that with, I'm learning to enjoy a variety of foods as part of my recovery. Set realistic goals. Set achievable goals for the holiday season. Rather than aiming for perfection, focus on manageable objectives like staying engaged in conversations or practicing a new coping strategy. Forgive yourself. If you have a setback, be kind to yourself. Recovery is a journey with ups and downs. Forgive yourself and just look at what you can learn from the experience. By practicing self-compassion and flexibility, you're creating a supportive environment for yourself during the holidays. Recovery is not a linear process and show kindness to yourself during this time is crucial for your well-being and continued progress. Debriefing after the holiday events. So debriefing is an important step in recovery. It involves reflecting on the experience, assessing coping strategies used, and learning from both the challenges and the successes. Here are some ways to effectively debrief with examples and additional coping strategies. Reflective journaling. After an event, take some time to write in your journal. Reflect on what went well, what was challenging, how you felt before, during and after the event. Note any moments when you felt anxious and what might have triggered those feelings. Identify successes and challenges. Acknowledge the parts of the event that you handled well, such as maintaining conversation or politely declining food that didn't fit in to your meal plan. Also identify moments that were challenging and explore why they were difficult. Evaluate your coping strategies. Look at the coping strategies you used, which ones worked, which didn't. For instance, if you planned responses to comments about food but still felt uneasy, you might need to explore other ways to handle these situations. Discuss with your coach or therapist. Sharing your experience will provide valuable insights and support. They can help you understand your reactions and suggest new strategies for future events. Based on your debrief, you can make a plan for future events. If you felt overwhelmed by a large gathering, you might decide to limit the time you spend at the next event or choose smaller gatherings. Practice self-compassion. Remember to be kind to yourself. If things didn't go as hoped, Remind yourself that recovery is a process and each experience is a learning opportunity. 
Use affirmations like I'm learning and growing with each experience. Ask for feedback from trusted people. Talk to a friend or family member who was with you at the event. They can offer their perspective on how you handled <clears throat> the situation and provide supportive feedback. Revisit and adjust your goals if necessary. If your goals for the event were not fully met, consider adjusting them to be more achievable next time. This might mean setting smaller, more specific objectives. Focus on the positives. Even if the event had challenging moments, there were likely positive aspects too. Focus on these positives, such as enjoying time with loved ones or engaging in a fun activity. Use relaxation techniques. After the stress of a holiday event, engage in relaxation techniques such as deep breathing, meditation or a soothing bath. This can help you decompress and manage any residual stress. Maintain regular coaching or therapy sessions. Continue your regular sessions with your coach or therapist, especially after challenging events. This consistent support is crucial for processing experiences and maintaining progress. Reinforce healthy routines. After an event, return to your healthy routines when you can. Consistency in your eating habits, sleep, can help re-establish a sense of normalcy and control. By debriefing effectively after the events, you can gain valuable insight into your recovery journey and reinforce what works, make adjustments where needed. This process is really helpful for building resilience and confidence in handling future situations. Continued therapy and support through the season. Maintaining continuing coaching and therapy and support during the holiday season is cru crucial for people recovering from eating disorders. This period can be fraught with triggers and challenges, making consistent support essential. Here's how to effectively continue support along with examples and additional coping strategies. Regular sessions. Maintain regular appointments with your coach or therapist, even during busy holiday periods. These sessions provide a safe space to discuss anxieties, plan for upcoming events and debrief after gatherings. For example, set, schedule a session shortly before a major holiday event for preparatory support. There are also teletherapy options if you're traveling or busy and it makes it difficult to attend in person. Consider online options. This ensures you have access to professional support regardless of your location. There are support groups that you can participate in specifically for people with eating disorders. They offer a community of people who understand your experience. There's also family therapy or education. Your family can be involved in therapy sessions if you want them to be. Educating them about eating disorders and how to provide support can improve the family dynamics during holiday gatherings. For instance, a joint session can help family members understand how to avoid triggering conversations about food. Crisis plan. Develop a crisis plan with your coach or therapist for handling particularly difficult situations. This might include steps like calling a designated support person, practicing specific coping skills, or having an exit strategy from stressful events.
mindfulness and meditation again continue to or start those practices regular mindfulness and meditation practices can help manage stress maintain a sense of balance during the hectic holiday season again journaling keeping a daily journal to track your feelings your eating patterns and any stresses can help in identifying patterns and triggers which can be valuable discussion points in therapy. Have routines for your self-care, prioritizing them, whether it's reading, having baths, having a hobby. They provide a necessary break from holiday stress. You can utilize online resources and apps designed for eating disorder recovery that can offer tools for managing stress, tracking meals and providing reminders for self-care. Check in with friends or mentors, regularly checking in with trusted people who understand your recovery journey can be a source of encouragement and a way to stay accountable. Try and have flexible coping strategies, having a range of strategies that can be adapted to different situations. Help you feel safe and things be more enjoyable. Goal setting. Work with your coach or therapist to set realistic and achievable goals for the holiday season. This helps in maintaining focus and a sense of purpose throughout the recovery process. Education and awareness. Continue educating yourself about eating disorders. Understanding the complexities of your condition can empower you and aid in recovery. Relaxation techniques. Practicing relaxation techniques regularly, not just when you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, such as deep breathing or progressive muscle relax relaxation, can really help. By continuing support through the holiday season, it can help you better navigate the challenges this time brings. Ongoing support is vital for sustaining progress in recovery and building resilience against potential setbacks. Educating family members about eating disorders during the holidays is a really helpful in creating supportive and understanding environment. Here's how to effectively educate family and friends. Pre-holiday information session. You could arrange a casual gathering or a dedicated time before the holidays to talk to your family about your eating disorder. Use simple, clear language to explain what an eating disorder is common misconceptions and how it affects behavior and well-being. You could provide written resources, sharing articles, books, or leaflets about eating disorders. Choose things that are easy to understand and relevant to your specific situation. Discuss triggers and boundaries. Clearly communicate what might trigger discomfort or anxiety during the gatherings. This can include talking about weight, dieting, or commenting on food portions. Ask your family members to respect these boundaries. You could do some role-playing scenarios. Engage in role-playing exercises with family members to demonstrate how certain comments or actions might be harmful. For example, you could role-play a dinner conversation where one person makes a triggering comment and another shows a more supportive response. Create a support plan. Work with your family to create a support plan for the holiday events. 
This might include designating a supportive family member to be your buddy during the gatherings, agreeing on a signal for when you need to take a break or setting up a quiet space where you can retreat if needed. Highlight the importance of non-food traditions. Encourage your family to focus on non-food related holiday traditions, such as playing games, watching movies or decorating. This takes the emphasis away from food and puts it on shared experiences. Remind your family that recovery is a process and that empathy and understanding are crucial. Share your feelings and experiences openly and help them see things from your perspective. Set realistic expectations. Make it clear that recovery is not linear and that the holidays might be particularly challenging. This helps sets realistic expectations for both you and your family. Encourage questions and open dialogue. Create an environment where your family feel comfortable to ask you questions and discuss eating disorders openly. This can dispel myths and increase understanding. Tell your family about the coping strategies you might use during the holidays, such as stepping outside for fresh air or having a short meditation. This can help them understand and support your actions. Express appreciation for support. Acknowledge and appreciate their efforts to understand and support you. Positive reinforcement can encourage continued support and understanding. Have follow-up conversations. After the events, have a follow-up conversation with family members to discuss what worked and what be- could be improved in terms of support and understanding. By educating family members about eating disorders and setting up a supportive environment, you can create a safer and more comfortable space during the holiday festivities. This not only helps your recovery process, but also fosters deeper family connections and understanding. Just gonna have a quick drink. Managing holiday specific triggers. Holidays often intensify challenges related to food, social gatherings and stress. Identify potential triggers. Before the holidays, take time to reflect on potential triggers. These can include certain foods, comments about eating or appearance, large gatherings, or even some specific traditions. For example, a traditional holiday buffet might feel overwhelming to you. Develop a plan. Once you've identified the triggers, develop a plan for how to handle them. This could involve setting boundaries, having coping strategies ready, or modifying traditions. If buffets are a trigger, Plan to have a small pre-selected plate of food instead of browsing the entire buffet. Practice stress relief techniques. Holiday festivities can be stressful, so incorporate stress relief techniques into your routine. This can include deep breathing, going for a walk, spending time in nature, stroking the dog. Practice these regularly can help mitigate the impact of triggers. Have an ally. Designate a trusted friend or family member as your ally during the events. This person can help steer conversations away from triggering topics, provide emotional support, or just simply be there to listen. Limit exposure. 
if certain situations are too triggering, it's okay to limit your exposure. This might mean declining certain invitations, leaving events early, or choosing smaller, more intimate gatherings over large parties. You can create new traditions. If traditional holiday activities are triggering, consider creating new traditions that feel safer and more enjoyable. For example, instead of a focus on food-centered celebrations, start the tradition of a holiday walk or movie night. Prepare responses. Have responses ready for potentially triggering comments about your food or your appearance. For example, if someone comments on your eating habits, you could say, I'm listening to what my body needs right now. Have professional support. If you're finding it particularly difficult to manage triggers, don't hesitate to seek additional support from a therapist or coach. Self-care and self-compassion. Prioritize self-care and practice self-compassion. Remind yourself that it's okay to find certain parts of the holidays difficult and that you're doing your best. Again, journaling. Keep a journal to process your feelings and experiences. Writing about your triggers and your reactions can help provide clarity and help develop coping strategies. Limit exposure to social media. Be careful and mindful of your social media consumption as these can often present unrealistic holiday expectations or triggering content. Take breaks from it or curate your feeds to be more supportive of your recovery journey. Have a flexible mindset. Adapt a flexible mindset towards holiday celebrations. Recognize that it's okay for things not to be perfect and this can reduce the pressure and help manage expectations. Plan non-food activities. Focus on non-food related activities during the holiday gatherings like playing games, crafting, volunteering. This can take the focus away from food and onto shared experiences. By understanding and preparing for the triggers, people with eating disorders can start to navigate the holiday season with more ease and maintain progress in the recovery journey. It's about finding a balance that works for you and being kind to yourself through the process. Creating new traditions. Creating new traditions is a powerful way for people with eating disorders to redefine the holiday season in a way that supports their recovery. It focuses on shifting the emphasis from food-centered activities to other meaningful experiences. Plan activity-based gatherings. Instead of traditional sit-down dinners, organize gatherings based around activity. This could include group hikes, crafting sessions, movie marathons, board game nights. For example, a family game night where everyone brings their favorite board game can create a fun and engaging atmosphere without focus on food. You could volunteer together, start a tradition of volunteering during the holiday season at a local shelter, community centre or charity event. Volunteering not only takes the focus away from food, but provides a sense of purpose and community. Theme-based parties. You could host theme-based parties that encourage creativity and fun without emphasising food. You could have a costume party, a book exchange or a talent show. This allows everyone to engage and enjoy the celebration in a unique way. Outdoor adventures. 
If you enjoy nature, create a tradition of outdoor activities, such as hiking, snowshoeing, treasure hunts, a beach day. Being in nature can be therapeutic and offer a great way to celebrate without food being the center of attention. Arts and crafts. Organize a crafting session where everyone makes holiday decorations, cards or gifts. This can be a relaxing and creative way to spend time together. Cultural exploration. Use the holiday season as an opportunity to learn about different cultures or traditions. This could involve attending cultural events, watching documentaries, or trying non-traditional holiday activities. Mindfulness and relaxation events. Introduce traditions that focus on relaxation and mindfulness, such as group meditation, yoga sessions, or spa days. These, can these activities can help manage stress and anxiety that often accompany the holiday season. Consider attending or hosting workshops focused on personal growth, like writing workshops, motivational speaking events, or classes on new skills. This creates a sense of achievement and self-improvement. Home movie nights. Replace big dinner parties with cozy movie nights where everyone can relax and watch holiday movies or family favorites together. Share stories and memories. Create a tradition of sharing stories or memories where each person talks about their favorite holiday experience and what they're thankful for. This can create a sense of connection and belonging. Music and dance. If music or dance is something you enjoy, you could organize a holiday dance party or a night where everyone shares their favorite songs and why they like them. Cooking for a cause. If cooking is still part of your interest, consider baking or cooking, not for the holiday table, but to donate to the local shelter or community center. A support circle. Initiate a tradition of having a support circle where friends and family can share their challenges and successes, providing a space for emotional support and understanding. For those who enjoy gardening, you could start a tradition of planting new seeds or having a plant exchange during the holiday season. When you create new traditions, you can redefine what the holidays mean to you and your loved ones, making this time of year more inclusive and supportive of your recovery journey. These new traditions can serve as coping strategies in themselves, offering alternative ways to celebrate and find joy during the holiday season. So in conclusion, navigating the holiday season whilst in recovery from an eating disorder is no small feat. It demands a delicate balance of self-awareness, support and proactive planning. By adopting strategies like setting boundaries, educating family members, creating new traditions and continuing therapy and support, you can reshape your holiday experiences into something more nurturing and less stressful. The essence of holidays is not just found in the meals we eat, but the connections we make and the joy we share. Embracing this perspective can transform the holiday season into a time of growth, healing and celebration that aligns with the journey of recovery. As we approach these festivities, let's carry with us the mantra of kindness, compassion and understanding, both for ourselves and for those around us, and make the holiday season a truly inclusive and heartwarming time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And I hope that you have a great holiday season.
see you next week sending you lots of love i hope you enjoyed this episode please do remember to give me a follow and a five star rating this will enable me to reach more people that need help if you would like to talk to me about how to work with me and you're ready to take the next step just check out my website at juliatrahane.com thank you for listening i'm so grateful